Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. In today's show, we've got more info on Jaguar's 3 Series competitor. We'll show you how windshield wipers can reduce CO2 emissions. Yeah, you heard me right. And a deep dive into the all-new Hyundai Sonata. So let's get to it. Well, read it and weep, Volkswagen. Despite the German automaker's publicly stated goal of becoming the number one automaker in the world by 2018, it's going to have a hard time getting past Toyota. A forecast from Goldman Sachs says that Toyota's operating profit will jump to, are you ready for this? Nearly $40 billion in its 2015 fiscal year. To put that in perspective, Toyota's profits would be more than Subaru's total revenue. How's Toyota pulling this off? Goldman Sachs attributes it to cost cutting and growing sales for Lexus. Toyota is adopting a new global architecture called TNGA to cut costs, sort of like VW's MQB. Lexus now accounts for almost 20% of Toyota's profits. And this shows why other automakers really need to make their luxury brands successful. Brands like Cadillac, Lincoln, Acura, and Infiniti. Suppliers are getting very clever about bragging how their technology can cut CO2 emissions. Last week, we showed you how LED headlamps can cut CO2 emissions. Today, let's look at windshield wipers. You heard me right, windshield wipers. The supplier company Vallejo has come up with a wiper that delivers the washer fluid through the wiper blade, not by having nozzles squirt water on the windshield. By squirting the fluid through the blade, there's no overspray, and the blade cleans the glass much more quickly using less fluid. Vallejo says this allows a smaller washer bottle to be used, 50% smaller. On a Mercedes S-Class, Vallejo says the smaller washer bottle is two kilograms lighter. That's nearly five pounds. And that lower weight cuts CO2 emissions by 0.2 grams every kilometer. 0.2 grams may not sound like a lot, but European automakers, especially the ones that make big cars, are in the fight of their lives to hit the European standard of 95 grams of CO2 by 2021. In most of the world, not many new car buyers walk into a showroom and plop down a stack of cash to purchase a vehicle. Instead, they finance those purchases. As a result, an automaker's finance division can generate billions in profits. But in China, financing has not been available, until very recently, that is. Now, in an effort to get more customers in the showrooms, dealers are starting to offer financial services, and it is starting to have an impact. Since 2010, the number of car buyers taking out a loan has doubled to about 18% of all buyers. While this still lags greatly behind other markets, the China Association of Automobile Manufacturers predicts financial service transactions will total $85 billion by 2025. Jaguar has BMW's 3 Series in its sights with its new sports sedan called the XE. It's built on an all-new architecture that's very aluminum-intensive. It will use a new suspension setup in the rear that Jag claims is better than a traditional multi-link design, while the front suspension is based off the F-Type. 
The XE will be powered by a unit from the automaker's new Ingenium engine family, and it also boasts a new traction control system that was developed using Land Rover's off-road experience. As you may remember, Jaguar tried and failed miserably to take on the 3 Series with its X-Type from years back, which was based on the Ford Mondeo platform. We'll have to wait and see if it has a real contender on its hands when the car makes its debut in September, but we sure do like the look of that new front end. Coming up next, let's take a look at the all-new Hyundai Sonata. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. The Sonata is currently the second best-selling vehicle in Hyundai's lineup, accounting for a quarter of its sales. But for the past two years, sales of the Sonata have dropped. However, Hyundai's just started rolling out the new model, and here's Seamus McElroy with a look at the all-new 2015 model. The first thing you'll notice is the new design. The company says instead of going with a bold and aggressive look like the previous model, it wanted to give the new car a more premium look. I think you've got to evolve and you've got to change and you've got to understand that uh, the goals of the company internally and the goals uh, of what we feel our customers really want is a certain uh, premiumness, a kind of dignified feeling. And so what we do is we focus on not just making a loud uh, entrance with regard to, to an, an exterior aesthetic, but actually an aesthetic that then reflects our commitment to and focus on quality and precision and performance with regard to what's happening underneath the skin. Inside, the style is also dialed back, but the climate, audio controls, along with the optional nav screen, are well laid out. There's plenty of room thanks to the increased passenger volume. And since Hyundai doesn't offer a V6 with the Sonata, it's able to provide more passenger space than its competitors. Regardless of how you feel about the new design, Hyundai improved the Sonata where it counts, and that's while you're behind the wheel. Engineers improved the bearing stiffness of the front suspension, and the rear suspension has been upgraded from a three-link to a four-link suspension. The rigidity of the chassis was increased, so along with a wider wheelbase, the car feels more planted on the road and handled corners well too. Underneath the hood, the 2015 Sonata offers modified versions of the 2.4-liter GDI and 2.0-liter turbo four-cylinders that powered the outgoing model. Uh, we keep the 2.4. We've done uh, quite a bit to it. Uh, we've done a lot to the intake. We've done a lot to the variable, uh, uh, continuously variable valve timing mechanism. The, the old engine had a hydraulic-operated uh, CVVT, a continuously variable valve timing. Uh, the new model. Has, uh, it works with electric motor servos. It's much faster. It works at much lower temperatures. It doesn't require warm-up. Uh, it allows a much better uh, feeling in terms of throttle feeling, uh, responsiveness, uh, tip-in, uh, highway merging. It's all much better in terms of uh, how you would compare it to the old engine. The turbo, uh, we actually added a very interesting uh, flap valve mechanism to the intake system, which uh, creates much more air turbulence at low speeds. Uh, to create much better drivability off the line, and it creates a smoother airflow at high speeds for better power delivery. I drove both engines and preferred the turbo. It instantly responds when you put your foot on the accelerator, 
and despite not being as powerful as the last model, it didn't feel noticeably underpowered. The 2.4 liter performed fine in most driving conditions, but it did feel underpowered in hilly terrain. New for 2015 is a fuel-friendly 1.6 liter turbo four-cylinder that's mated to a seven-speed dual-clutch transmission. The company will still offer a hybrid version, but it won't get the new body until next year. The previous Sonata was an important vehicle for the company because not only did it sell well, it brought in younger, more educated, and wealthier customers. But we'll have to wait and see if the new Sonata can repeat that success and turn around sales. Hey, don't forget to watch AutoLine After Hours this Thursday night. Gary Vasilash will be hosting the show along with his guests, Michael Robinett, the Managing Director of IHS Automotive, Keith Naughton with Bloomberg News, and Dave Sullivan, the Manager of Product Analysis for Auto Pacific. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching and please join us again tomorrow.